Oh, what a beautiful ball. Now it's Cristiano Ronaldo with a chance maybe to seal it. And he has taken it. KLS ESPN Sports FM 89 now presents Outside the Box. Featuring top stories, transfer news, rumors, and the latest news in the world of football. Now let's welcome her hosts, Rashid, Zidane, and Stephen. Brilliant! Yes, yeah. the Caribbean team, they're beating the Caribbean opponent. It's great, they're beating this great team. And what will you say to them now? What are they saying to you now that Jamaicans have beaten the USA and are in the Gold Cup final for the first time? Well, well now it's crazy, um, the, the attitude was taken by, by Craig is that whatever Jamaica is in a, is in a final, that says, that says that CONCACAF is not, is not strong, uh, which, you know, I mean, you, you know, I, I, clearly I, I don't agree with, and, and your, your, um, your argument can't, you know, you can't adjust your, you can't adjust your, your argument to two different conclusions in, in, in the first part. I, I think it shows, and, and I made this point going into the tournament, that though Jamaica lost three times in, in, in Copa America, it was all by three, by one, by, you know, by one goal, by right? a single goal. It shows they're a good team, they're a tough team to break down. And if they can get some, if they, if they get themselves in front, you know, it's, it's a tough ask to, to get, to find their way back. And that's what, that's what they've showed all tournament. All right, good. Now, for, for me, for me, the, the overall, like, the Caribbean did well in the tournament. Um, what 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 are, are the views of the, the um, American audience, journalists, etc., about the, the Caribbean teams and their performance in the Gold Cup on a whole? Well, I think everybody everybody has been impressed because so often they come into these tournaments and the expectation is that it's going to be a, a USA Mexico final that everything is going to be very easy up until then. That the teams don't have too much to worry about before before getting to the final, um, and and uh, you know it, it proved to be exactly the opposite this time around. I don't think either of those two teams, USA and Mexico, have looked great all tournament, and you can quite easily make the argument that Mexico doesn't deserve to be in the final. Um, but it, it shows how how good um, the Caribbean teams and and Concacaf in general have, have been. You know, a year ago we were talking about CONCACAF having their, their best performance at the World Cup. And I think this Gold Cup has shown that the level is um, far more even than, than many people many people seem to believe. All right, Chaka, let's get into the game itself. What did you make of it? Uh, which game? The U.S. versus Jamaica game. It, it, went, it went as I expected. Um, I think Jamaica showed that... that um, that they, they can be very difficult to break down, that they as organized um, and as disciplined as, as Sydney, Sydney defensively as I've seen any Caribbean team any time, and, and that includes teams that, 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 that I've played in. And then you get you get your goals on the other end, um, Matas and, and Barnes. Um, and I, I, I felt once, once you make a goal, then it in front, it, it would be next to impossible for, for the U.S. to, to, to find a way back. I would say, I was, I was, um, you know, I thought, I thought Thompson left a little bit to be desired in, in terms of his performance and between his sticks. Who's that? Let's hope that's, that's a one-off. Uh, otherwise, it would have been, you know, it wouldn't have been as, as nervy or as nail-biting a finish as it was. Um, uh, you know, I, 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 I didn't think America had the creativity to break down, to break down Jamaica at the back. Yes, I agree with that, Shaka, because basically after the first 10 minutes or so, I think it was a pretty even game. But after we scored that goal, for a top, the USA did not um, react to it like a top team. I was very surprised. They were at home. Whether the Jamaicans did well in the Copa America or not, the America team, they are a top team in CONCACAF. They are at home. And I just think that they, they did not approach the game the right way or like a top team after Jamaica took the lead. What do you think? That that came down to. Well, I, I think USA have struggled creative, uh, creatively for, for some time. I mean, uh, Josie Alcidor clearly not at his best, and, and they've struggled to find a front man to, to lead this side. More times than not, they've ended up having to push Clint Dempsey a little bit closer to, to Alcidor when he hasn't been playing well, or whoever it is they, they, they used to, to, to fill the gaps. I mean, in the World Cup, he was playing as, as a lone striker. And, and then they have Michael Bradley playing as the attacking and creative midfielder, which he's not. Michael Bradley 
is not a creative midfielder. He's a deep line midfielder who chooses his runs carefully and well um, to, and, and to good effect. But when you ask him to play in that hole just in behind the front man, he's not a creative midfielder, not done by the stretch of imagination. And, and it showed. Once Josie Altidore either goes down injured, as, as he did in, in the World Cup, or doesn't find form as he did in the Gold Cup, USA struggled. And, and you show that. And for, for Jamaica, I think you coming, in, coming into that game, knowing that, you know that all we have to do is be sensible at the back, not take chances, and trust our front men to get the job done. And, and that's exactly what happened. Uh, Shaka, would you say that they missed Jose Altidore up top? Because I noticed a lot in the second half, they started put, utilizing crosses a lot more, but there, were, there wasn't someone there to get onto those crosses like they wanted. It's a big physical striker up top. What do you make of that? USA got to the semi-final by utilizing set pieces and crosses into Clint Dempsey. Now, you, you, you make up two centre-halves in, in Morgan and Hector, who I thought have been fantastic throughout this tournament. Mm-hmm. Yes, and again, I said this going into this game. If that is all you, USA are going to go to, they are going to be frustrated because of how good Jamaica have been at the back. Dempsey was the target when Altidore, you know, even though Altidore didn't find form in, in, in the first round. Altidore's strength is playing with his back to goal, holding the ball up, bringing others in, which apparently, um, you know, between Gordon and Johansson and, and the others who've, who've, uh, who've filled in, in in the friendlies, none of them can, can play a similar role. Now, that, that's a big problem because Josie Altidore hasn't been great for a couple of years for club or country. Um, and if you can't play without his abilities to hold the ball up, then then they, they have a huge problem. Um, you, you you know that they're not going to create too much. Um, you know, as long as you're able to you know, either cut off the supply from wide or, or cut off Dempsey through the middle, then you know you, you're going to cope with them well enough. Um, and and that's that's exactly what happened. I think the USA's problems are are a lot greater than than just you know one game against Jamaica would suggest. I, I, I think they, they're not that great a team. So you think then it's just that the cup itself flattered to deceive in terms of their, the opponents they faced. They, were, they made them look better than they really are in getting the, as far as the semifinals. I, well, I, USA are not good. I, I, you know, they, they, they've had a good 2015. And, you know, they went to Germany and won. And, uh, and won. Uh, and Drew, and, and, and then they also beat the, the Dutch, again, with late goals. So they, they've had a good 2015. So they're a decent side. But I think what this, this tournament has shown is that teams like Jamaica, like Trinidad Tobago, like Panama, like Costa Rica, when they have a good game plan, when they have a coach that the players believe in and, and buy into what they're doing, that they're there to be taken seriously. And, and you know, they've gone on the days where USA and Mexico can just can just take things for granted. I mean, Mexico, above all, should have known that, given their struggles to qualify for the 2014 World Cup. Remember how poor they were right. in qualifying? And I know we get to, to CONCACAF qualifying in a minute. Remember how poor they were um, four years ago, especially at home? And they, they didn't heed the warnings. They, they didn't, you know, they didn't take lessons from from some of their frustrations of, of, of a couple of years ago. Good. All right, Shaka, um, from a Jamaican perspective now, which of the players you, you think, I know the overall team performances has been good, but which players stand out for you the most in this team? Hector, for me, I, I, I said before, I, I believe he's been the player of the tournament. Um, and gone about gone about his, his business rather quietly, um, but impressively for, for those looking on. Um, and then, for me, uh, to, to, to balance that, Mackinac has been absolutely fantastic as well. I mean, he, he's got a little bit more of the headlines, but I think the role that he plays in in especially when Jamaica get them, get themselves in front and they're happy to sit with that you know that solid back four. And then the midfield not having to be too adventurous. He has had to be the link between between a midfield who are trying to protect a back four, and um, you know the, the the likes of of, uh, of, of Jazz Barnes up front. Um, and he's done that job 
um, you've done a job well. And it, it can be, it can be at times a tireless and thankless job because you, you, you're covering, you've been asked to cover a lot of ground. You've been asked to be creative in, in, in doing that. Um, and it, it, it can be very frustrating, but I think he's done that well, um, when, when, when he's had to. And, and he, that has allowed Jamaica to be as solid and as structured as they, as they have been. Good. If 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 you have any if there's any aspect of the Jamaican team that you believe needs a little bit of improvement, which part of it would you say? Uh, I mean, it's 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 hard to, to find faults in a team that that are playing in a in a in a major tournament final, as you mentioned in in, in your leader. Um, my 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 only kind of concern, and I say this reluctantly because I've been in exactly the same position, is, is in between the sticks. And I know Jamaica has other options, and they're well represented in, in terms of goalkeepers. But um, Thompson hasn't. Well, he certainly didn't have a, a good semi-final. I, I thought there were um, hints of, of what was to come in, in the quarter-final as well. Um, but you know, uh, like, like I say, the, the, there are other goalkeepers that, that Jamaica can call on, which I, I won't bother uh, mentioning simply because this is what you have right now and, and, and what you're dealing with. Um, but this is this as 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 I feel like luckily again for for two reasons. One, because I've been there where you know you have, I've made mistakes and had bad games and just pick myself up, dust myself off, um, and and go on to, to to be good in the next game. Um, and 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 secondly, because um, this this is a good team. You know, I, I, it, it's hard to find fault in a team that has been this good throughout. It's funny you say that because I was speaking with Rudolph Austin on Thursday morning, the Jamaica cap- captain, and he was saying that they should have won by three or four goals. Uh, and there is he's a bit upset because they conceded that goal so early in the half, in the in the in the second half. Uh, <laughs> what do you make of that? I I I mean, you understand, you know, you're setting yourself a high bar and 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 and, and being disappointed if you don't. If you don't um, match match your own personal expectation or, or, or get to your own set goals, but to beat the USA in a semi final in the USA, you're going through to a World Cup final. I think that should be celebrated. Precisely. Don't look back on what could have been or what should have been and and what you what you did poorly during the 90 minutes. Look back on what you did well and where where it's got you. I I have to admit I I have a problem with that. I feel. Um, there are a lot of lows in this game of football, and at times it doesn't seem like that there that there are that many highs. Celebrate the highs, and and, and I I think beating USA in US and, and getting to a World Cup final is a high or should be a high. And and don't don't waste time, don't frustrate yourself or, or so on and so with, with, with negative energy about what could have been and, and what should have been. That's precisely my, my thoughts as well because you've done you've done so much to make history, not only beating the US in the US, but you've made it to the first your first final. And I mean this is the this is this is the be- regardless of the result today, this is Jamaica's best ever performance in a gold cup. You should celebrate that. I mean, why would you tie yourself down in that? And I, I made I made a similar I made a similar comment about Mexico after they beat Cuba in the opening game of the tournament. They beat Cuba six 0 and then Hector Herrera comes out and says, well, there were so many things we could have done better. Um, um, uh, El Capillo, uh, the brush, who, who scored, who scored a, a, a hat-trick, um, he comes out and, and says, um, well, you know, I scored a hat-trick, but, uh, you know, I, <laughs> there were some other chances that I went and begging that I really should have done better with. And I'm like, don't be that arrogant. You beat Cuba, all right. Cuba, you know, had their problems. Some of their players were taken to the first game, uh, weren't able to get on the flight or get into the country, uh, whatever it may be. But this is a major tournament, and you've just won 6 0. I don't care who it's against. Celebrate that. Don't go into this arrogant kind of, oh, well, you know, we won 6 0, but we, we, we could have been so much better, and we should have been, should have been so much better. I, I, I hate that, and I think it's a, it's a wrong signal. And I said it then, and look at how Mexico have struggled ever since. Instead of celebrating the highs, they kind of, you know, look for the negatives around it. And, they've, and they've not, they have not recaptured that form since. 
And and similarly, at, at at this point of the tournament, Jamaica shouldn't be. Nobody should be thinking about what should have been. This is you're in a final. Celebrate that. Good. I'm still on Mexico, Shaka. They did score four goals against Trinidad, who were playing well at the time. Now they have mm. moved on, and they have not scored from open play since. That is very, very surprising to me. What is the main reason for Mexico's inability to score during the, the, the run of play? Well, I, again, I, I think when, when you go back and you, you look at, at Mexico in the early rounds, and I mentioned the, the Cuba game, they followed up the Cuba game um, by, by then bringing in um, Giovanni Dos Santos. And I, I'm, I'm not sure why, to be quite honest, because he didn't start the first game. Um, but, you know, you, you, you want to change things, you, you have a different look, where, whether it really was that Mexico needed a, a, a freshening up for, for the, the second and third game, or whether it was, you know, and, and I'm, I'm going to be conspiracy theorist here, maybe, you know, it was more about the standards move to LA Galaxy and, and then being in the U.S. and, and, and whatever it, it may be. But, you know, they, they had not found form. And then, I guess Trent and they, they had to come out and play, you know. Um, they were 2 nil up. They were cruising. Everything was very comfortable for them. And even at 2 nil, 2 nil down at half time, uh, uh, I said that this is a Mexico team that are very vulnerable. If they concede, they collapse. And that's exactly what happened. They, they conceded one. Um, next thing they found themselves 3-2 down. Kenman Jones hit the inside of the post. I would have made it 4-2 and, and put the game well beyond, well beyond Mexico's reach, in, in, in my opinion. Um, but, but they were able to survive that scale. When you that um, fragile defensively, it's, it's tough to really find form or find any rhythm at the other end of the field. The strikers and midfielders have to believe that your back four can cope with the opposition for them to be, for them to be uh, at their best. And, and Mexico have not been, have not been, um, have not been good at the back. They've been good once they're in front, but from the time they concede, if they concede one, they can concede a whole lot, and that's a problem for them. Uh, for today's final, they're without Dos Santos, who I believe is injured, and uh, Carlos Vela. No, yes, yes, Dos Santos is injured, and. Carlos Vela has a suspension, and I believe uh, Guardado is, is missing with injury as well. Now it's the time for Oribe yes. Peralta to step up. Do you think he will? I, I think he will. I mean, I, I mentioned I mentioned his hat trick in, in the first game, and I, uh, Peralta is a fantastic finisher. You know, we we cover the Mexican league for, for ESPN FC, so I, I get to see I get to see some of them quite quite often. He's a fantastic finisher. Um, but he, he's the kind of player that needs to. He, he, he's, he's an out and out striker. He's different from, from De Santos or Bella, who like to drop off, like to get on the ball. He needs service, though. And, and, and um, Sidney and Guardado, they have players who, who, um, who can provide that service. He, he's made, made no mistake about it. He's a very good player, a very good finisher, who maybe has been frustrated. In, in the way that Herrera wants wants his his partner to play in dropping off and getting on the ball and, and coming from from a little bit deeper, but they have the players to, to adjust um, to adjust to, to Peralta's time, no question. All right, Shaka, from you are the Mexico coach now from the Mexico. I'm Rashid Udaxi from the Jamaican perspective. What do you need to do? Because clearly in this competition so far, the Jamaicans have been the better team of the two. What would, what would you yeah. do as the Mexican coach now to get the better of a, a team that has been performed better than you in this final? Well, I'll ask a lot more um, of, of my white men, um, in, in particular uh, Guardado, um, Herrera, who sits in, who sits in midfield, um, who, who's, again, a, a very good player. But those players have a big role to play because they have to provide service for, for Peralta, but they also have to protect protect that back four. I think whereas previously under under Vela and Santos the, the bigger threat uh, for Mexico came to the middle. Um in, in this side has got to come from the wide areas. That means as I say proof of streeting given given how good Morgan and Hector have been all tournament long. But that is Peralta's strength and, and you you have to play to that. Otherwise um otherwise he's going to be fitted in Mexico and frustrated. 
All right, Jamaica, from a Jamaican's perspective now, um, what should they, or should they just continue to do what they're doing? I think they will have to make slight adjustments because Mexico is probably technically the better team, that the best team they will face in the tournament. So do you think they need to make any fine-tuning or any little adjustments? I don't know. I, I, I think you've been that good, uh, Jamaica been that good defensively um, that they, they don't make, they don't need to make any, any, any changes. Um, maybe it gets a little bit frustrating for, for, your, for your front two slash front three, but I think Mexico's defense is, is that frail that eventually you got to break through, and, and that's, all, that's all they want. I think Jamaica gets one goal. Um, if, if, they, if they take the lead, then uh, I, I put my money on them to, to go on and, and complete the job. Uh, Mexico, they're a bit shaky uh, in holding their shape and they ho- they have a lot of possession but they give up the ball a lot easily. Do you think Jamaica should go and press or do we play a, co- a counter-attacking game today? No, I play a counter-attacking game. I, 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 I don't see any, any need to press. Um, stay solid defensively as I keep saying um, and I, I, I think your, your front three have been fantastic counter-attacking um, and giving Mexico's own frailties no need to no need to do anything different. All right, Shaka, now for, for, for the big question. You are a betting man. Where will your money be or who will your money be on tonight? And why? My money will be in Jamaica. My money will be in Jamaica because so far in this tournament, without question, I think they have been the better team between the two. I, I don't think Mexico um, Mexico deserves to be in this final. I, I say without apology. Um, on the other hand, you're probably, they're probably thinking, well, you know, we we we've been lucky to, to this point, and they now have to they now have to um, you know earn 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 that right in, in a good performance in 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 the final. But all in all, Jamaica has been has been the best of the two. Jamaica has been the best team in the tournament so far. All right, thank you very much, Shaka Hislop, for 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 joining us again, and I'm sure we will talk another time. Um, so we'll we'll take a break, Shaka. Yes, sir. Yeah, man. Thank you very much, here, and Shaka, we will we'll yes, talk. Sir, you're very welcome. Do me a favor, flick Craig Burley's ear when you, next time you see him for his comments about Jamaica. <laughs> I certainly will. Don't worry. <laughs> yes, thank uh, you. and have a and have a good time with him after the Jamaicans win tonight, and a tr- and a Caribbean team will lift the gold cup <laughs> for the first time. Thank you. All right, gentlemen. Yeah, man. All right, we'll take our first break and we'll be back. This is Outside the Box on KLS ESPN Sports FM 89. All right, all right. Welcome back to Outside the Box. Man, if you're just joining us, we just spoke with Shaka Hislop and he broke down the Gold Cup and the performance of the Caribbean countries, Jamaica in particular, and he looked ahead to the finals tonight and he said he's going with Jamaica. And since that performance against the United States, everybody is now going with Jamaica. <laughs> so the wagon, the wagon is full. Full, yeah. So it's Man not a higher JUTC bus. bus. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> now we will have a look at the World Cup qualifier. The draw was made yesterday. Um, FIFA and Sepp Se- Blatter actually was there. Yeah, so it's, not, it's it's in Russia, not in the US. <laughs> he was, yeah, sure. <laughs> so he went, yeah, he went outside of of Switzerland for the first time. Since yeah. he went back after the after the whole debacle, the, the right. debacle, and we are joined with by Stephen Stanberry on the line. Good morning, Stephen. How are you doing? Hello. Good morning, Christopher and Matthew. How are you? I'm I'm fine. I'm fine. Rashid is here as well. Welcome, well Stanberry. Good morning, Rashid. Good there, man. I'm not here physically, but here in spirit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. And you will be back in studio next week. Yes, I'll be there next week, Sunday. Yes, um, your thoughts on, on the... Uh, I'm sure Nicaragua won't, won't be a, a test for... Before, a real test before for we get into that, let, let me just read out the groups here. Yes. Are the potential sure. groups. Because Group A sees Mexico, Honduras, and then Curacao will play El Salvador for one spot. Canada and Belize will play for the other spot. Group B, it's Costa Rica, Panama, Grenada, or Haiti will play for one spot. Jamaica and Nicaragua for the next. Group C is United States, Trinidad and Tobago, and St. Vincent and the Grenadines will play Aruba, while Antigua and Barbuda will play Guatemala for those two spots in Group C. Good. So um, I, I will keep it real. I, don't, I know nothing about this Nicaragua team. 
I didn't even know that they play football. <laughs> Everybody plays football. Come on. <laughs> yes, well, I didn't know they play football right. seriously. But I, I'm just being sarcastic. But I think Jamaican should, without a doubt, get the better of this team and move to. But you see, that itself is an issue. We look at Nicaragua and say they're just a team from Central America. We we have just been to the World Cup so. finals. We should easily rub them out. We don't want that. We don't want that overconfidence to set in. Yeah, that's a good point, and I think the, that's why we have a, a good coach and a good coaching staff. And I think they will make sure that you have the strongest team and the team is motivated and very focused in that game. And I think over those two legs, and I think we should be too strong at home in particular to get Stanbury, by your Nicaragua. So your thoughts on that, Stanberry? I think I think based on the draw that we saw uh, yesterday, Jamaica will be in the toughest group, the group of death, that if they make it into the group stage of competition. Nicaragua hasn't seen them play recently, um, but I should expect Jamaica to get Ireland proceed to the group stages. But one more thing you have to look at is based on, on our ranking in the latest FIFA uh, rankings, which came out last. But earlier this morning, yes, we've seen that as in the second pool because Trinidad is the number one ranked team yeah. in the Caribbean. So what I expect us to get over um, Nicaragua, Winfrey just did a fantastic job so far, and a lot of persons criticized him in the start, myself included. But they have recovered well, and they've put up a creditable performance in the Copa America. And they have done fantastic in the World Cup, and this should be a moral boosting for them heading into the World Cup qualifications later this year. Yes, indeed, it will be very, dif- very, very difficult for Jamaica in this because I want. Uh, let, let me tell you something. It's 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 going to be a different competition. The teams will reorganize and come again. And basically, I remember Canada going to the World Cup final in the early what was it 2000, 2000? 2000, yeah, they won in two thousand. Actually, they won it exactly, and they have not been to. Right. A World Cup, so so basically the last World Cup they've been to was '94. Ah, uh, good. So doing well in the World Cup does not guarantee that teams right. will be afraid of you for the cause. M- basically, most teams going to the World Cup qualifier as f- as the most important thing because the money is bigger, the prestige. Everybody wants to play in the in the in the biggest football and the biggest sports sporting event in in the world. So basically, it will be a different uh, kettle of fish. So the Jamaicans will have to refocus and come again it will be a very very tough group when we advance what i love about the CONCACAF qualifiers is that it, it pits two dif- teams in two different climate zones there's the hilly mountainous teams from central america north america versus those teams in the caribbean with with a hotter climate so you the away games are very crucial for you because it deter- you, you some teams can't play in heat some pe- teams can't play in cold which is why sometimes you look at mexico and say mexico plays barbuda or barbados or, or trinidad it's a must win and they go there and lose but it's it, uh, the climate and the conditions play a lot in in CONCACAF qualifying and i think that makes it unique to other uh, qualifications around the world what will what will um the climate can help our players do you know because basically we have a we have a british seems have lost, yes it seems so i'm sure they will get him back it seems we have a we have a british team so <laughs> well basically yeah. i don't think um we're basically going to play just a regular night game because in yeah. the 1998 campaign we have a lot of jamaican born players so it's a basically right. jamaican based team so we use the one o'clock 12 o'clock sun right. to our advantage yeah, it, but it I worked yes and it worked very well yes the usa we got that one nil all draw at yeah. home we should have won that game. I can, and th- there were some glaring penalties. I can distinctly remember Eric Wernalda saying he hated the heat, heat. and he, the grass, it's when he fell on the grass, it stung him. Yes, indeed. So that worked for us, but I don't think we can do that this time around. But basically, the other, I, I don't think it will be a walk in the park for any of the teams. Um, the Trinidadian, will, I think the US and Trinidadian group is the most, is the most straightforward group of, of the three. Yeah, I, I think, think so both too. teams should be, should basically come out of that group. Wouldn't right? be surprised if Trinidad challenges USA to win that group. I think the USA will definitely regroup. They will make a lot of changes. Yeah, they will. But Trinidad is playing really well right now. Well, that is true. So let let, let what is and um, the Jamaicans will play next month against Nicaragua. Right. But when will um the the the, the um that the group the group proper the, start? Yes, yeah, starts. I think it's in September. Good, so we will have some football coming. I'm sure the stadium will be jump up regardless of what happened today. Oh, yeah, definitely. Because we did so well, and it's good for football. So even the Nicaragua There's game. There's no our new re- renewed spirit and yeah. belief around yeah. this team. So people are going to support it. Yes, I'm indeed. Sure. So And if you win tonight, I'm telling you, against Nicaragua, which is not a, a big team, the stadium will be jump up. And that is this good for, for us also. Yeah, it in, is. In the media, we will have more anal- analysis to do and more sponsor will come on. So it's good for everybody. The reggae boys right. do well. Yeah. It's been it beneficial to everybody. So 
I hope we can do well in the qualifiers and at least get to this the final stages again. We did so the last time. The group was not as difficult. We had the USA, Guatemala, Antigua. So well, we have right. beat, done well against Guatemala in recent right. times. And Antigua, we have done well against our Caribbean neighbors. But this time around, it will be a very, very tough group. I think... And we, ha- we, we did beat the US in that group stage as well. That's right, for the first time, yeah. yes. So, but this is a much tougher group. The, Pan- Pan- the Panama team, we saw them against Mexico. They really played well. They saw them against USA. They played well. So, I don't know. It's I a pretty good team. It's Panama is the team that, that I think we'll tr- struggle the most with. They've been our bogey team for the longest while. Yes. We had what? Only one win against them. All right. Stanberry is back with us. Yeah. Stanberry, um, it's, it's a very, very tough group. Three big teams, so to speak, in, in from CONCACAF. Who would you, it's early, um, but who would you say from now, taking out all bias? Who do you think will go through from this group? Repeat, repeat the question. No bias, no biasness from you. There are two, three top teams from CONCACAF in this group. Jamaica, Costa Rica, and Panama. Which of the two do you think will move through to the final stage of the CONCACAF World Cup qualifiers? For uh, it's, it's, it's still early days. I really can't put my finger on it. Who, who would make it into the next round of qualifying? But I would hope that Jamaica would be the team. For the final stage. Um, after yesterday's game between Panama and the United States, the United States coach Jurgen Klinsmann said that CONCACAF is no longer an easy place. And we saw that from the Caribbean Cup, which we staged last year in Montego Bay. Gone are the days when we used to beat our Caribbean rivals 5 0, 6 0, 7 0. It was a very close competition, and we see that in CONCACAF right now. Um, so it's really difficult. But I think if if I should go with two teams that will make it out of the group, I would say Jamaica and Costa Rica. Um, right now it's early, so we we can we, people won't um kill us on our prediction now because we haven't seen what the, the squads that will because some of the teams will, will will make adjustment and call in new players, so we don't know. But based on what I've seen now, right now in the Gold Cup, I will go with Jamaica and Panama, actually. I thought I was the only one going that way. You are I'm, I'm, right now. Yeah, I, because I really like, I've always liked Panama. And Panama, they, be, they barely missed out in the last World Cup. The, yeah, was such a, they are a really good team. They're really underrated. Yes, yeah, so I, I, right now I would go with Panama and Costa Rica. But it's a, it's, no, it, it's Panama and Costa Rica or Panama and Jamaica? Panama and Jamaica, oh, sorry. Right, so yeah. so right. I will go with those two based on what I'm seeing now. Don't rule out Haiti either. Haiti looks good, but they just need to this, fix their shooting. This will be Big every game in this group. Yeah, we'll I be, really we'll be like big games. I will. I will not miss any football in this group. Some very good football is will be on show in this group. Um, so we'll move on now, though, and talk about some some signings. Yeah, the and first we'll go through is uh, Christian Benteke. He's now a scouser for thirty two point five million pounds. That's that was the transfer. That was the clause. Like the, 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 yeah, the, they, they, they triggered the bio clause, clause and they yes. got him. Yes, sir. So, um, Stephen, um, what do you think this would mean for Liverpool? I could argue now that he has replaced Sterling, you know. Sterling, because, no. Because, no, but they signed him after Sterling, when they signed for me, you know, before Sterling Yeah, left. but it was very obvious Sterling was going to leave and go to Man City. <laughs> that was a preemptive strike. All right. But your thoughts on Christian Benteke moving to Liverpool? What do you think that would help Liverpool, Stephen? Well, I think Liverpool, they've gotten a great deal by signing Christian Benteke because he's a proven goal scorer in the Barclays Premier League, and he wants somebody who has been tested in the Premier League and can score goals, and he has done that, because last season Liverpool struggled to replace the, the goals which Suarez scored in the, the season prior to that. And now, well, last season Suarez struggled with injuries, and uh, Mario Ballet has the shine for Liverpool. So getting um, Christian Benteke, that should finalise their, their puzzle, ahead of this, the new season with him leading the attack. Storage will be out for the start of the season. So Benteke will be the man to lead the line up front and possibly supported by Coutinho and Firmino in my estimate replaced than um, Raheem Sterling. Alright, Stanberry, uh he had in his in his in his time at Villa he had um forty two goals in eighty nine appearances and he, he had he assisted only eight times. Bernard Rogers likes a passing game. Do you think he'll have to use to to, to go with a more route wa- one approach to getting the most out of Benteke, or do you think he'll try to get adjust his game to 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 be more passing? Because he had only what sixty four point three percent pass uh, pass completion 
What do you make of that? Well, at Angela, um, Paul Lambert, before he was stopped and replaced by um, Tim Sherwood, he struggled to get the best out of Ben Teke in the earlier part of the season. And then Sherwood came in and changed the tactics to, to, to suit the player. Oftentimes in football, the question is raised. Is, will the coach change his methods to suit the player or will the player change his methods to suit the coach? In this case, I think Brendan Rodgers will probably have to adjust a bit in order to, to suit the style of Christian Benteke. Um, for, for me, I think it's a it's 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 a no-brainer. It's, it's it will improve Liverpool. They were very very poor up front last season, and clearly, he scored twelve goals in his last twelve games for Aston Villa at the back end of last season. So basically, it was without a doubt an improvement. And he's, he's basically, he's, I don't think he's a great player, but because Liverpool up top was so poor last season, yeah, he will definitely improve them. They were desperate. Balotelli, we don't know what he will bring this season. He well, there there's talk he he leave for for Lazio. Mo- probably because he's, he's he's similar in a way. He probably can do a little bit more when he does not have the when he has the ball in in wide areas and so on maybe but overall he was very poor and he didn't um, mesh with the players other players around and the manager so that is basically for me i think it would definitely improve liverpool a bit but for now we'll take a break and we'll come back after this this is outside the box on KLS espn sports fm 89 welcome back to outside the box another outside the box here my name is christopher zidane matthews and I'm here in studio with Rashid Parchment and Steve Stanberry is online. But it's time for the callers to get involved to have a little chat with us about any of the topics that we have discussed so far or anything, anything you, all, you all want to discuss. As long as it's football, we'll discuss it. So just, um, you know that Di Maria yesterday, or the coach said yesterday that he doesn't know why Di Maria was not on the plane and he's not in the USA. So, so basically, I, I don't know what is happening there. So that is a, that's something you can discuss I as well. I think I know. Yes, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and the numbers to get us at is 1-888-991-5527 or 1-888-935-5527. And the overseas callers can get us at 1-876-968-5005 or 6. We have a call online. Good morning. Morning, inside the box and outside the box. <laughs> yes, indeed. How are you doing, sir? Good, man. Um, who's this? Who's this? Who? Chef Schenker. Oh, how are you doing, Chef Schenker? There, man. Yes. Um, congrats to the Ready Boys. Um, on reaching the finals of the Go Cup. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I heard you guys talking about um what what I think they should improve on. And uh, I think this the offensive arm line. Yes. Hello. We have lost Shevchenko there. All right. Um, I see another caller online. So try to get us back. Try, call us back, Shevchenko, if you can. Hello. Good morning. 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 How are you doing, sir? Yeah. I mean, okay. Cool. Yeah. Me. 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 I call in for Liverpool. Yes. Me not really excited about Ben Teke. You know? Me not really think he might bring that much to the team. Um. Well, we did so poorly last year that we might improve marginally with him, but after that, nothing else. I mean, I see him at one hour dead too long either. <laughs> I think he's a pretty. Uh, um, there was a, there was a last season, even before that, uh, he had some a wonderful, a wonderful three or so months, and I think he's a type of player that maybe he's not he's not a Thierry Henry, he's not a Luis Suarez or anything like that, but he's a player that I think can have a big impact in terms of when he gets it right, he can give you. Some really, really good. He, he, he but his uh, physical, his movement is great, and he's a very good, very good finisher. I think if he, you get it right from it, feel I think Benteke can have a very, very big impact on the on, on the team. I, I kind of disagree. Yeah, with and you. I think he, he allows you to mix it up now because uh, Sterling is a not Sterling. Uh, storage. Storage is a man who has a bit more technicality to him than 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 Benteke. But Benteke has a lot of brute force and. You have Origi as well. You have you. I think it gives you a bit more variety in your attack line right now. Hello. Something is wrong there. We have lost him as well, and we have lost at the NASCAR. But I, I think I, I like Benteke. I don't think he's any. I think he's a, a, a similar type of player. Yeah, he Giroud. serves his purpose. Right? Yes, he serves his purpose. So I, I, I would if I, if I didn't have Giroud, 
mm-hmm. I would have taken. And it's taken. an upgrade on on Borini. Far far bigger upgrade. So I think the the, the callers was caller was being a very 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 harsh on Christian Benteke there. I like him and he does well when he plays for for, for Belgium as well. But injuries. But just to go quickly back to Di Maria, Lequip is is reporting that uh, a forty a forty six point five million pound agreement has been reached between Manchester United and PSG uh, for him. Uh, it's obvious that something. Why would why would the player miss miss <laughs> the preseasons and the manager does not know? Come on, come on. Clearly something is is wrong there. But but we'll call us back online. Hello, good morning. Yeah, Shevchenko. Right, welcome back. Welcome Shevchenko. back, Shevchenko. Yeah, um, I was saying they need um, some some organization in the forward line to complete their um, attacking. That's that's Jamaica. Yes. Oh Lord. All right. Uh, last Shevchenko there. So, um, yes, Di Maria. Yeah. Very, 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 very tricky situation here. Yeah. Um, the manager has not said anything about a transfer. Yeah. And so I believe that will Di, Di Maria get a pass? Um, Sterling was criticised when he opted not to go with Liverpool to Australia for their preseason. I think it's a similar situation, but he's just doing it in a different way. I don't know. I don't necessarily think he's the one that backed out. I think maybe it's just that he's off in Paris doing a medical or something, <laughs> and just keeping it under wraps until it's finalised without, without the club knowing. So he's no, prob- I, no, I think I think Van Hal knows. So Van Van Hal is being dishonest. So that's yeah, he's just playing his cards close to his chest. All right, let's see what happened. Let's but back online. Hello, good morning. Hello, sir. Good morning. How are you doing, sir? Uh, I'm good. I'm good. Thanks. Um, listen, um, I want to know, you see, I've been listening and, and I can't hear anything about West Ham. All the, the talk is about other teams and I'm a, I'm a West Ham supporter from 1966. That's really interesting. And, 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 and leave England and come to Jamaica and start West Ham supporters. I've been hearing all the changes, all the, all the, the, the sellings and the buyings and that and I can't hear anything about West Ham. Could you by any chance tell me? Have you heard anything about West Ham getting in new players or anything? I, I can tell you uh, this. Well, I I've th- heard that Alan Halilovic might be moving there. What do you think about that? From yeah. Barcelona. From ba- what's his name? Alan Hal- Halilovic. He's a he's a young starlet. Oh well, I've never heard anything about him, but um, well, any, I, any move we can get from Barcelona would be good. <laughs> yes. There's also Glenn Johnson, who might be you might be signing on a free. Yeah, Glenn Johnson is not a bad player. But I, I, I heard at one stage that there was a player leaving France to go there. You know, um, I, I, I don't know. But I, I, I can't hear anything. No time West Ham. Now again, you hear something in passing. But you people, West Ham, you know, is a bramble team as far as you people. <laughs> no, actually, I, I don't mind West Ham. You know, I think they've improved a lot over the last two two to three years. Yeah. It, I'm, it, I'm, it, I'm, I'm sure if, if they sign... Um, the Jamaican left back, um, Kemar Lawrence. I'm sure a lot of Jamaicans will now be very interested oh, in yeah, what West Ham. There's a youngster yeah, yeah. there from Montego Bay United that, that did a trial yeah, there recently. Yeah. Can't yeah, remember right. his name right now. So, yeah. Oh, they, 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 are, they are after him, are they? Yes, yeah, I heard, he's I heard in a trial and it's sounding it's No, no, he's talking about Kemar Lawrence. Uh, yeah, I hear that there are some, there are some rumors about um, a possible um, transfer for Kemar Lawrence to West Ham. I hear that they are very interested in him. So, oh, oh so, that was good. Yeah, that would be good for him and good for us. Um, yeah, he's a good defender. Yeah, yes, 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 very, yes. very good player. And, and he has yes. an excellent long throw on him because yeah. that, that that long throw he's been using throughout the tournament has been very effective. And we saw what what Mata did with it. And you know who's the coach for, for West Ham? Slavin Bilic. Okay. Yes, we we get we, we change, Well, I, I am glad that the old coach gone now because he he, he uh, he's too old now. Time is really cut the grass now and. And um, last year, I remember Christmas last year, we were in fourth position. When, when, when a team is in fourth position on Christmas Day, Christmas, you know, say that that team is going to go forward. But probably each day, we just start going backward, backward, backward. And I, I put it down to the coach. You know, with, with a younger coach, more resilient, we would be farther up at the end of the season. But yes, I'm glad. So do you think you can make it into Europe next season? Oh, it, it, it would be my greatest delight. You know, my greatest delight. Since Ron Greenwood and John Lyle, we, we don't seem to be able to get any, any, any coach that can carry us right up. I think, it's, I think it's a very good time for your club because next season you're opening your new stadium. Yes, man, definitely, man. You'll definitely. have so much more revenue. You, you can it, attract yes. even higher caliber players. Very much so, sir. Very much so. Yes, man. You see, I, I lived just beside Crystal Palace football ground for, for years and years and years. So 
when when I when I can't go to Western when they're playing like in Manchester and 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 that I, I always ship over to Crystal Palace and etc. But the both teams they get a lot of my money. But but I can tell you this that uh, Western is just my team from 1966. I have been a Western follower. Yes, that's yes, good. That, that's good. But um, I but, like but to hear of Jamaican fans who support those teams outside the top four. Yes, but I'm sure he likes. I, I'm sure everybody wants to be associated to winners. I'm sure he must have a club. One of the top clubs that he likes. Which one of the top clubs you like the most? Well, <laughs> Arsenal because my wife, my wife was always an Arsenal supporter, you know. So, so um, sometimes on Saturdays at home we we sit down and and um, she's on Arsenal side, especially when Arsenal played West Ham. You know, we <laughs> we we don't have really big problems, but you know, she she's hailing for Arsenal and I'm hailing for West Ham. So. I, I really look to Arsenal when 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 um, it's not West Ham, you know. I would love to be a fly on the wall when you had that conversation <laughs> when Ian Wright left Arsenal for West Ham. <laughs> I can assure you, I can assure you, and she's supposed to Arsenal from birth because she's an English person, so you know. Yeah. From birth, she's supposed to Arsenal. So yeah, yeah. So who <laughs> you think? Who you think will win the Premiership um, this season? Well. Arsenal make some good. I, I like the goalkeeper from Chelsea that that gone to Arsenal. I think. Um, right, Peter Cech. Yes, from I Chelsea. Think, I, I, I think he will rule the, the the penalty area very well, and I, I think Arsenal Arsenal should be. I, I think if Arsenal will give Chelsea Chelsea a big fight this year. Um, Manchester City seem to be buying player um, with Sterling going to Manchester City. I don't know, but I, I'm looking for Arsenal. All right, thank you very much. Uh, what's Cal- your name? Yes, yeah. what's what's your O'Connor. name? O'Connor. O'Connor. All right, O'Connor. Thank you very much for the call. Call Let's us call next us week. Back. Yeah. All right, we have another call online. Back online. Good morning. Good morning. Chef Schenko again. Yes, Chef Schenko. Quickly, um, what about um, Luis Graban, the player that was supposed to play for Jamaica? Who? Luis Graban. Graban. From Norwich, I guess. Luis Graban, yeah, that, uh, I'm not sure. I'm, I, I know of the striker. I can't remember his name right now. Uh, yeah, Graban. That's a striker, right? Yes. Uh, and you were supposed to play, but you have unfortunately we never seen. What I'm saying? I'm not sure. I would have to get back to you on that one. Alright. Yeah. bold. That was a googly. Yeah. I just, I just, I, I just, mm. can't, I can just remember uh, Loza from Norwich. No, not Jamal Loza. Yeah. I know him. Yes, and, and the one from Newcastle. Right. Yes. yes. Danny Simpson. Yes. Or, and no, no, and and um, Ro- you mean Roland Aaron? Yes, indeed. Yeah. So, but you, you were saying earlier about the, the team, and I agree with you somewhat. You know that sometimes when you get, we get into the attacking third quite often, and um, that final pass, we don't yeah. get enough of it. Sometimes we, we see him hesitant, and sometimes I think McLaren, although he's been playing well, he makes some some wrong choices in terms of yeah. whether he needs to go down the flank and get the crosses, or he he, he, go, he runs into trouble. So I believe that if if there's any part of the game that I think needs some fine tuning, is that aspect, the final killer pass. Yeah. Yeah. So I agree with you. Um, um, one more thing. Um, uh, in, ter- um, in terms of um, people who can play for Dominica, like Dwight Gale and Punchy, you know, they're all, you know. So, what am I waiting for? What am I waiting for? All right, Chef Shenko, just hold on a bit here. We have a time, quick time signal to take, and we'll come right back to you. All right, welcome back to Outside the Box. Um, Chef Shenko, you still online? Yes, still online. All right, you were saying? Yeah, Punchy and Dwight Gale from Crystal Palace. You know, I've always wanted to see Punchan in the team. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's a very, very good player. Like his pace, like his his his, his, his dribbling ability, and he kicks the ball very well. He's yeah. very speedy, very speedy, and he was a very, very good. He was in some fantastic form can, last season. Can you imagine Matax on one side, Punchan on the other? I don't and think maybe even and Bar- Barnes up top. But you mentioned Matax. You know, I'm um, coming back to your chef, Shank. You know, I've, I've yeah, not man. been impressed with Matax in a reggae boy shirt. I think he's been. Uh, I don't know. Matax has a lot of potential. He has a lot of skill, but I think he plays for himself a bit too much. <laughs> I don't know what is it, but sometimes it seems like he's just going through the motion. Um, you can see Giles Barnes. I don't think Giles Barnes is as technically good as him, but he works much but much harder than he's. What I will say though, Mat- Matax is a player who he'll go quiet sometimes, and then and then just at the snap of a finger, he'll come up with some magic. Not enough for, for me. Your thoughts on that, Chef Shenko? Um, I, I agree that um, he, he plays for self sometimes. Sometimes, you know, not gonna be too hard. So because much, I remember seeing him against. I think it was it was Canada, right? 
He had the ball. He was down by the touchline. He beat a player, got on the inside. There are two players inside wait, waiting for the pass. What does Matas do? He does not pass to them. He beats the player again, puts himself on the outside and had, didn't have a pass to make. And I think the reason why he, he, went, he went with the tricky, trickery the second time is because he just wanted to show that, hey, I'm the star baller in this team. I have all the skill. I have all the pace. All the attention should be on me. Exactly. Uh, hopefully he can come, but that was a brilliant, brilliant goal fr- by him um, on, on, yeah, on against uh, against the United uh, States of America. Yeah, that, that, that people saying it was a book of goals. No, no, no not a class. class. That man, jump that was really good for someone so short. His favorite player is is Didier Drogba, and it was a yeah. Didier Drogba yeah. that goal. So you right. can yeah. say that he he, he try and, and 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 do the things that Didier Drogba does. So I think it was a very very. Good. I even like it more than the free kick. I just like his back was the goal. The, the, the ball didn't have a lot of pace and he directed the header right in the top corner. It was absolutely brilliant to goal from, from Darren Mattox, without a doubt. Yeah. All right, so that's it for you, Shevchenko? Yes, that's it. Yes, so you, you can still you can still get us at one eight 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 nine nine one five five two seven for if you're art we're getting a wrap up signal there, so I guess we're running out of time. So yes, tonight, this evening. You can look forward to um, analysis of the game. So Throughout during the, the game, game right. during the game, we'll be analyzing the, the the game for you. Before the game, we have a pre-game show that starts at about six twenty, and after the game, we'll have a post-game show on KLAS ESPN Sports Event Time. So and we look need out to for that. Thank Red Stripe for making this possible. Yes, so yes, without a doubt. So you give Red Stripe all the credit, and it's brought to you courtesy of Red Stripe. That's this evening. So it's basically from six twenty. Straight up to 9 p.m. I know a lot of people have been complaining that they can't see the game right. and they can't hear anything. So just listen out for us on KLS. I will be on. Stratton, Sean Grant. It will be fantastic. So don't miss it. You can look out for that. So join us at 6.20 then. So that's it for another edition of Inside the Box. Outside the Box. Outside the, why am I calling it Inside the Box? I don't know. Are you <laughs> a poacher? <laughs> <laughs> Six line, so, six yard, six yard line so that was another edition of Outside. My name is Christopher Zidan Matthews. I was joined by Rashid Parchment. We, talk, we spoke with Shaka Hislop. Steve Stanberg joined us on the phone. He was not in the studio this weekend. So join us again and next week. we had week. some great callers as well so, this week. Yes, and thank you for the callers. Keep listening, keep calling, and we'll be back next week. Same time, same place. Until then, See so ya. long. KLS ESPN Sports FM 89 has just presented Outside the Box.